after I'm 21. Yeah, they're gonna hook you up with a job or what? Yeah, fucking sit in a room and do long division for the next 50 years. Yeah. Probably make some nice bank though. Gonna be a fucking lab rat. Better than this shit. Way out of here. Oh, I want a way out of here for. I mean, I'm gonna fucking live here the rest of my life. You know, be neighbors, you know, we'll have little kids, fucking take them to Little League together up Foley Field. Look, you're my best friend, so don't take this the wrong way. In 20 years, if you're still living here, coming over to my house to watch the Patriots game, still working construction, I'll fucking kill you. That's not a threat. What? That's a fact. I'll fucking kill you. What the fuck are you talking about? Look, you got something none of us. Oh, come on. Why, why is it always this? I mean, I fucking owe it to myself to do this or that. What if I don't no, want to? No, 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 no. Fuck you. You don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to me. Because tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and I'll be 50. And I'll still be doing this shit. That's all right, that's fine. I mean, you're sitting on a winning lottery ticket. You're too much of a pussy to cash it in. And that's bullshit. Because I'd do fucking anything to have what you got. So would any of these fucking guys. It'd be an insult to us if you're still here in 20 years. Hanging around here is a fucking waste of your time. You don't know that. I don't? No, you don't know that. Oh, I don't know that. Let me tell you what I do know. Every day I come by your house and I pick you up. We go out, we have a few drinks and a few laughs and it's great. You know what the best part of my day is? It's for about 10 seconds from when I pull up to the curb when I get to your door. Because I think maybe I'll get up there and I'll knock on the door and you won't be there. No goodbye, no see you later, no nothing. I'm just left. I don't know much, but I know that. You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Please don't aggregate this. Lillard, long range three. Their defense is atrocious. I'm sort of the rock star. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no playing here. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? Bye. Welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Wendelkin, Ben Crab, Brandon, Lizzie. We talk about the NBA. Do we ever? Friends, uh, the NBA how. season is 10 games in. Uh, what are we, like three or four weeks here? Is it yeah. only 10? 10 games. 12% yeah. of the season or something. It's so. fair to say we can start drawing some early conclusions, some thoughts on things that we're seeing around the association. Uh, got some surprisingly hot starts from players and teams. Also some disappointments. This week mm-hmm. we're going to talk about some of our concerns, you guys. I'm going to gauge your level mm-hmm. of fear and panic on the yes. old worryometer. Spoiler alert, it's high. Yeah. It's the worryometer. It's going to be high ben, today. Ben just reacts based on fear. That's it. Yep. I live my life in <laughs> constant fear and panic. It's crippling, paralyzing, anxiety. Yep. But, and concern. But they'll never That's where we live, you. folks. They'll never catch you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, Extreme on that note, I'm going to queue I'm going to queue it up with for you, Whammy. So, my first the first thing I got on the worryometer 
is Ben Craw. Okay. Uh, okay. Whammy. Last night the NBA was off, yep. but it was a busy one for democracy sure. and Ben Craw. Yep. Sure was. <laughs> um, Democrats defied the odds in, in some respects. They held off a wildly anticipated red wave of insurgent Republicans in the House and Senate. Swish FM's own Ben Craw. i where the only red wave was happening. <laughs> oh, boy. Swish FM's Ben Craw has been anxiously watching Senate races in Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia. Wham, we know Ben barely uh, slept a wink last night yeah. as we speak. He's How can you tell? Votes. He's counting votes in Cobb County and rewatching game tape on the Celtics. Yep. Mm-hmm. Worryometer check, Wham. How concerned are you for Ben Craw's mental and emotional health? <sighs> ben, I, I, I don't do this often, but I want you to take a break tonight. What? Wow. We got a full. I, are there any. Wait, are there no, no. There's no games, right? There's uh, a lot of you games. You better ben. believe there's, there's about a lot of games. 15 games. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. they're oh, each there? game more mm. succulent than the last. It's a delicious 17-course meal of NBA action. And I, just like Goodwill Hunting, I'm hoping that when I turn on the TV tonight, I don't see you there. You need to take a rest. Yeah. yeah. I'm afraid that's not going to happen. I'm going to have oh, to do some work son tonight. Of a, um, yeah. He does not take oh days off, God. folks. Yeah. If there are, are games being played in the NBA, or even not yes, being played currently, right. I will be watching the games. Uh, I'm a game watcher. Um, yep. and, and that includes the overseas games, Ben, if I'm oh, correct? Oh, uh, obviously. First and foremost. Overseas yeah. and collegiate. Um, professional, unprofessional. I love all games. And I will be watching all games. So, yeah, is I'm it, afraid I will have to uh, be putting in the hours. Is it true the old, that, uh, Chris, you had to traveled to the West Forth courts last night and found Ben aimlessly. To drag him yeah. off? <laughs> to, to, to drag him off and put him back in front of uh, CNN? to scout, begging people, <laughs> passersby to shoot, yeah, judging their form, um, trying to get them to run sets. The guy takes no days off, yeah. and that's why we love him. Uh, but yeah, no, the NBA resumes tonight. So Ben will be, you know, continuing to count those votes wow. down there in Georgia and uh, also, like I said, crunching game tape on the Cavaliers and the Jazz and all, mm. all, all the teams around the NBA. So, uh, yeah. Luckily, you guys, you don't have to worry at all about my physical or mental well-being right. okay. um, because I followed the uh, New York Times' uh, election night uh, tips Um says here uh, a tweet from the official New York Times account, elections and anxiety often go hand in hand. Right. Here are some evidence-based strategies that can help you cope five ways to soothe election key. stress. And that's key, evidence-based. Um, number two was uh, cool down. Plunge your face into a bowl with <laughs> yeah. ice water yeah. for 15 to 30 seconds. You can't see so that, but I did Ben's that, doing that in between that, breaths. Yeah. I, I did that repeatedly. That. I did that repeatedly last night. I actually have my bowl right here. He's done yeah, that. Kate, um, Kate so just anytime, had dunk tank available, and she would just dip it in his head. <laughs> yeah, anytime I get a little pang of, of sensation or, right or worry the in the back of my mind, which, as I mentioned earlier, is constant, constant constantly. Relatively constant. I just, have, I just grab that big old salad bowl of ice water and just <laughs> Go to town. dunk dunk over and over again so i am in great shape and feeling really good all right we're moving thank you on. new york times for moving the on. election night 
tips on lady. five ways to soothe election stress. The gray lady. Um, uh, oh, some of the other ones uh, were breathe like a baby, which okay, um, that's a big deal. Didn't didn't need to tell me that. Uh, <laughs> focus on expanding your belly as you breathe, which can send more oxygen to the brain. That's huge. Uh, my brain is obviously in no need of oxygen. I have plenty there, um, but I do uh, I do appreciate the yeah. uh, the advice from the New York Times Ball. to breathe like a baby and plunge your face into a bowl of ice water if you are ever feeling election stress mm. or or uh, NBA stress, as we'll be getting to. Ball is life right. for Ben. Yeah. Moving yeah. on on the warriometer here, whammy. Let's talk about LeBron James. Okay. Wham. LeBron was at uh, the Crypto.com arena the other day to watch his Lakers take a shellacking at the hands of Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs. Uh, Mitchell dropped 33. Garland had 24. And then the next night on Monday, he watched the Lakers get dismantled by Laurie Markkinen and the Jazz. 130 to 116. The Lakers are dead last in the league in offensive rating, sitting at 2 and 8. And they are neck and neck with the Rockets and the Magic for the worst record in the lead. Much has been made of the Lakers' struggles this year, Wham. Um, much of the ire and blame has been pointed at Russell Westbrook. But Whammy, mm. true or false? True or false? LeBron James is actually having a worse shooting year than Russell Westbrook. Um, I will go with false. I will go with false. It's true. Listen to this. So false. LeBron, yeah, that's not LeBron, true. Sorry. LeBron LeBron is shooting ten of twenty-two and one of seven from three per game per game, to a tune of twenty-one percent from three. What is sixty-eight percent? Say ten of twenty-two, and then ten of twenty-two from the field. Okay. And one of seven from three, and, per game. Okay. And yes. he's sixty-eight percent from the line. Sure. Westbrook is shooting six of thirteen per game. And he's hitting 35% of his threes. And Westbrook is shooting 79% from the line. Yeah. So. Not great. Here's the thing, uh, Chris. And, Small sample size. And is, yeah, garbage. And garbage is, stats. Throw them out. I was going to say that, uh, you know, there, there are lies, damn lies, and statistics. And this is uh, one of those. One of those <laughs> great quote. One of my favorites. Of the, something I live by. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you got to watch the games, me, guys. Yeah, exactly. Watch the games. That's okay. number one. Watch. <laughs> First of all, watch the games. Don't throw these numbers at me, okay? Unless it's a channel number for the game. <laughs> then, I, then I'll hear it. Yeah, unless it's the number for ESPN. The, don't, dial don't, that. Don't tell me Pick any up numbers. a phone and dial it. ESPN. Get, get the NBA on the line. And, and then we'll talk. But secondarily... Uh, don't talk to me about how they're playing in November. This is this is a lead. Reminder, folks. Yeah. This is a team built for the finals. Exactly. Wham the, has exactly. the Lakers as the number one seed in the West. And I, and I just went, talk about numbers, I just went and put more American money down. Oh, <laughs> now Lakers we're talking. winning the West. <laughs> yeah. Not a, not, remember, guys, not, down. not, uh, not investment advice. A double dog uh, down. Double huh? down. But if I don't you know if make you're money, familiar with the two mice and the cream. Mm-hmm. But a uh, little something that old Chrissy Walken told us about in a, a shiny film called Catch Me If You Can. And that's what the rest of the NBA will be saying to LeBron James. <laughs> or LeBron James will be saying to the rest of the NBA. But those mice got stuck in that bucket of cream. And one of them decided, hey, I'm just going to give up. Because there's no way I'm getting out of this bucket. And the other mouse yeah. tread water so hard that he whipped that cream into whipped cream. And lived. 
Didn't but drown. Had, wait, so he had whipped cream. He took the cream. Yeah, wait, what was the story again? He struggled, so, so, much. He wait, struggled so much that the cream. Wait, wait, wait. Start from the beginning. How many? There's two but mice. There was a two dead mice. mouse in the whipped cream. That right? mouse so was, wait, long was one of the dead. mice dead. One of the mice drowned because it stopped swimming. Yeah. The other so mouse. So it's whipped cream that tastes like a dead mouse, though, right? Yeah. Wait, well, how did the other Chris mouse survive? Focus. Tell us how the other. He swam so hard that he turned the cream into whipped cream. Oh. You can't so drown in whipped cream, his, can you? You can't? No. You can't. It's physics. Mm. One thing's a liquid, the other thing's a whipped cream. Did the whipped cream help the dead mouse at all? No, he's dead. He gave he's up. Dead. That's the point. So he. But still, he's the Russell uh, Westbrook mouse that's in alive story. has whipped cream that's flavored like dead mouse. Yeah. Okay, downside, right. the whipped cream tastes like a dead mouse. Upside, yes. yeah. you're not There's dead. a literal dead mouse in your whipped cream. But up, if you want to put that on ice upside, cream sundae, you're, gonna, you're in for a rude awakening. You're in for a mouse sandwich, yeah. <laughs> that's folks. Yeah. That's ice cream sundae, have it a mouse sandwich <laughs> instead. <laughs> anyway, ben, zero worry. Westbrook, zero on the word. Westbrook has seen a noticeable uptick in his efficiency and yeah. his pro- productivity since coming off the bench. Yeah, Benchbrook. How worried are we about LeBron? Is it time for LeBron to, to transition into a reserve role as a sixth yes. man? Yes, of course. Everyone plays better off the bench. I don't know what's so hard yeah, about this. Let's talk. You're I mean, West, against all, the second all, unit. all we hear about yeah. is Westbrook can't hit his threes. He's shooting 35%. Oh, He's hello. coming off the bench. Elite. Elite three-point shooter. LeBron currently starting. Don't look now. He's shooting 21%. Maybe he comes off the bench and yeah, his numbers increase. Yeah. I think He's they should bring when he gets in the game. The whole lineup off the bench. Yeah, Anthony Davis should come off the bench. Talk about an uptick. Um, the other I don't want to give starters for the Lakers <laughs> should come off the bench. Those other guys also the off the bench. The coach should come off the bench, even. I was going to say, I didn't want to give away too much, but I'm, I'm hearing some scuttlebutt about Darvin Ham doing exactly that and bringing the entire team off the bench. Wow. So at tip-off, you're going to see nobody out there. Yeah, everyone <laughs> says that positionless basketball is the future. How about uh, starterless play, basketball? Starterless Just basketball. no, no play. Yeah, no starters. No starters. Yeah. Five on zero. No, five on zero. Five on. <laughs> yeah, give it a good three, four minutes, and then five suddenly, on and just they all shoot better. That whipped cream. Everyone has yeah. not, no, not prepared for the sudden onslaught of get a, players on the get court. Get yourself a mouse sandwich, folks. Enjoy the game. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> crunch, crunch. <laughs> moving on, whammy. Let's let's check in on the worryometer for. Vegas's off-season over/under prediction mm. that the Utah Jazz will only win 24 and a half games. So wham! The Jazz are now eight and three. They're in first place in the West. They've swept both Los Angeles teams. They delivered haymakers to the Lakers and the Clippers. The Jazz have a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. They're on pace to win 59 games. The Jazz have a better record than the Grizzlies, the Celtics, the Nuggets. They have a better offense than the Bucks, Sixers, Warriors. They have a better defense than the Celtics, Heat, and Wolves. There's a lot of talk in the offseason that this team was tanking for Wimbanyana, but after trading off Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Bogdan Bogdanovich, um, they look better than ever. So, Wham, how worried are you that the Jazz are going to be a legit title contender here? How worried are you? The Jazz are legit. <laughs> They're legit. I gotta tell you, uh, the the Jazz should go get two pieces of bread and a dead mouse because they're gonna be eating a dead mouse sandwich. That's a dead mouse That's a sandwich. A dead right mouse there. sandwich. When two of your eight wins are against the Rockets, and you're also out there crushing the, let's see here, the Timberwolves. 
I just think that they're benefiting from an early, softer schedule-ish. And the Lakers, obviously, no, no harm there. And the Clippers without Kawhi. They're beating the Lakers. Four of the wins are first the Lakers and the Rockets, which are the worst two teams in the NBA. So I got to say... Wait, the Lakers are going to the finals. What are you talking about? Well, that's about? right now, Ben. Right. First of all, oh, first right. of all, watch the games, okay? That's the first right, thing. Right, 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 right. Second of all, I can't... I mean, this can't be real, right? The, it can't be. I love Lowry Markkinen. I maligned his absence He's... from the Cavs on the show, but I can't see them being carried into the playoffs by... Marketing Why is healthy. He... He's comfortable, yeah. right? He's averaging almost 22 points a night. He's a solid player. He's a solid player. Jordan Clark. Why, why was he not doing this now? like any at any other stop in his career? He He's did like it. suddenly like Tom Chambers. Like, he, what's going on here? He did some of this in Chicago his second year. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they were but they were mad because he was, you know, Jimmy Butler. They gave up Jimmy Butler to get him, and he mm. wasn't Jimmy Butler, and they were all mad about it. But he he had a season where. He went off to the tune of 20, what are we at, 18, 18 and 8, 18 and 9, with a, with a little yeah. couple threes here and there, 36% from and three. He shot 43, he 40% inju- from three he, a couple times in his he career. He had some injury issues, too. So mm. there was like some, yeah. some problems with him staying on the court. And the usage rate it always seemed like blown up. he was never like the guy, you know, right. he was always, right. it, it, it was always like, seemed like teams just wanted him to be basically be like a spot up shooter that they put in the corner. The Cavs on for someone sure. Else's yeah. Team. yeah. Yeah. And that was, but, and he um, excelled, he excelled in that role, frankly, and with the Cavs last year. And did he, he did. He was pretty good. I mean, that's he excelled as, you know, he was, he, when you're not, supposed to be the lead dog you know you're playing small forward on a team that had 48 wins sure pretty good not too bad i'm not sure the jazz are necessarily like a 50 win team and their schedule has been kind of soft like you said wham to start the season and their opponents i think will eventually shoot better than 32 percent on threes a little fluky but marketing good and the role players are all really good mike conley is still like at least an average to above average NBA point guard. Kelly Olynyk's good. Malik Beasley can shoot. Jordan Clarkson looks great as a starter. Colin Sexton's finally healthy, getting buckets. The bench is deep. I feel like they can probably hover around 500 and be like a play-in level team. They can, you know, I don't know. It's possible. I mean, it's possible. You got to look at whether or not they want to do that also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. We're uh, let's move on here with the worryometer onto Ben Simmons and the Nets. Mm, super team. Oh boy. The beast so obviously, beast. it's it's hard to keep track of all the stuff with these guys. I made um, I made up the uh, the name uh, the Dunder Mifflin Nets. I made that I made up that name because they're good. They're weird. only good on paper. I feel yeah. like I've heard that. They're only somewhere. good on paper. Yeah. Ben? yeah. Did you I invented did that you make term. that up? Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah, years ago. Oh, okay. Yep. Right, Cuz the well, they're a paper company. Okay. But you made that yeah. up. Yeah. It's a it's a reference to the uh classic uh, and, and beloved American sitcom The Office. I feel like I've the heard Office. someone else say that, but starring uh Jim. Jim, Jim and, and Pam. Pam. Yeah. We love him. Uh you know, it's hard to keep track of everything with the Nets that's happened, transpired over the last year or so. Every day, every week, it's something else. Kevin Durant requested a trade over the summer. Then he rescinded that and asked for Steve Nash and Sean Marks to be axed. Kyrie was tweeting and promoting an anti-Semitic film. He then was dropped from by Nike. Steve Nash left as head coach 
Ime Yudoka, the former Celtics coach suspended for a year for sexual misconduct in the workplace, was heavily rumored to be Nash's replacement, but we've waited and waited and waited, and now it seems like Jock Vaughn has been named the new coach of the Nets. Um, ben Simmons, of course, like has, has barely played. That's just the, the off-court stuff. On the court, the team is 3-6. and six. Uh, Ben Simmons has been bad. He's now out with a sore knee. Um, he was brought in, obviously Ben Simmons was, to replace a disgruntled James Harden. He was going to be the missing piece on defense, is what we were told, while KD and Kyrie handled the offense, and it just it hasn't worked out this far. Mm. Simmons is shooting, is averaging six points a game. He's shooting 44%. <sighs> All of his points are coming in the paint. Uh, or from the uh, the foul line, and he has a career low twelve point seven usage rate. Defensively, he's just not the same player. Um, ben Simmons is a negative fifty three so far on the season. Uh, so he's clearly lost something physically. Uh, Whammy, how worried are you about Ben Simmons getting back and being the same player that he used to be? So pretty worried, very worried, and I am saddened by this. Ben Simmons didn't do anything wrong ever. He's not Kyrie. He's not Kevin Durant. He was traded to this team. He sure. He stepped out of the Philadelphia 76ers after they made it clear that they didn't want him there. Uh, but, um, I remember being on this podcast and saying that I would scoop him up in a heartbeat and pay whatever price there was. Cause he, he's a young playmaker with skills that you never see in the NBA. And if you go back and you watch peak Ben Simmons, it's beautiful. And if you watch him now, it's, it is sad. And I just hope that he gets better, but I'm extremely worried back injuries. Uh, you know, general population doesn't do very well with them. And certainly elite, elite athletes don't do it. Yeah. Well either. Ben worryometer. Where are you at with Ben Simmons here? Yeah. Extremely worried. Um, I agree. He like, in a way, all of the shit on uh, surrounding him on his team, uh, specifically his um, teammate Kyrie Irving, yeah. has really kind of like put things in perspective uh, when it comes to Ben Simmons yeah, and like, his crimes against basketball. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, like actually, like sure, there's plenty of things you could be critical about the way he handled his yeah. mental health issues and his... You know, sort of like use of those as something of a crutch without ever really talking about them or like kind of I, not that he owes it to us to do that, but whatever. Um, you Yeah, you realize like uh, from the past month or two, um, it could be worse. That like really the guy um, is certainly was at one time, as William said, a fantastic basketball player who was extremely valuable to a team. Absolutely and, transformative. Yeah. I, yeah. And um, I uh, I also um, would concur that I hope he can be, get better and get back to those days. Although I am uh, very worried and concerned. Yeah, to uh, be sadly to be just to put another point on that is like yeah he held he held out from the Sixers, but now it looks like he had a serious career threatening back injury. <laughs> like obviously we didn't hear about that at the yeah. time. We heard you know he was holding out for because he didn't want to play because they made fun of him. Um, but like he kind of can't play anymore if this is who he is, and that's yeah. pretty sad. All right, moving on. Uh, let's talk now about Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, the Ant Man, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Cat. 
the Timberwolves had a concerning home loss, 120 to 107 on Monday night, and the reason it was so concerning wasn't because it was to the Knicks. Mm. Uh, it's concerning because of how uncompetitive and dispirited the Wolves looked. The crowd booed at points as the Knicks went ahead by 27 points. Um, you know, the Knicks just were getting whatever they wanted against the Timberwolves last year's. Wolves were this very scrappy, hungry group, and they had something to prove. And that same edge and personality just, like, is clearly missing. And quotes coming out of the locker room are very concerning. This is from um, this is from Anthony Edwards. He said, quote, I just want to go home one of these nights versus a good team and feel happy. Like, we played Houston. We beat Houston. Everybody was happy. We've got Phoenix next. I want to be able to go home at night and be happy with my dogs. My nephew's in town. I want to be happy around my nephew. So I want to have a great time the next game. We were losing to the New York Knicks by 30, Edwards said to Nas Reed and Torian Prince as he hit it for the showers. We just play soft, man, he said later at his locker. Like every bump, we're flying around all over the place, including myself. Teams come in here like we're going to take out their heart, and that's what's going on. We're down 20 every game. We've got to figure it out. Good, good for the Ant-Man. But they are only three and a half games out of first place in the West. So, so you're not worried? I feel like it takes time to integrate a Rudy Grobert into your system. And the way... I, the, I guess I'm a little worried in that... Cost- he didn't play. Gobert didn't play in that loss to the Knicks. Right. But I mean, that's not... Good, you know, not having him is not good either. It's not like it's a solve just to take him out of there. I think it's uh, they should bench him. They should be, you know, what they should do. It helps. Yeah, five on zero. It works every time, yeah, folks. Call your stats are better off the bench. Six six man of the year for five guys on one team. Um, yeah, but uh, I am concerned that people can't seem to win with Carl Anthony Towns. He's kind of had a couple people in and yep. out of there and. Hmm. They people just don't seem to respond to his personality and to his gameplay, et cetera, et cetera. But he's a, a talented freak out there. Yeah, Ben, the word soft has been floated yeah, around Carl Anthony that. Towns before. Obviously, Jimmy Butler famously cursed out Cat and his teammates at that practice for being too weak. How worried are you about the situation in Minnesota, Ben? Um, I'm quite worried. Um, that's, what, that's what I was hoping. Yeah, I am uh, yep. increasingly worried. He just more and more. His face in the ice bowl. Yeah, oh, I've, I actually while you while you guys were talking, Fully I did three. Dunks. I did yep. three full <laughs> face dunks. <laughs> that's the bubbling sound. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because <laughs> I have to breathe under yeah, there. You, have you to know, like a baby. it's not it's not like a quick like in and out. Wow. You know, the more worried I get, the longer I, I have to hold it. Um, Speaking of so, dunks, um, you know who doesn't have a dunk is uh, Anthony Edwards. Oh, That's yeah. Right. Does he not have a single dunk the That's entire said, yeah. season yet? Mr. Is that still going? The guy who, like, he, Utah Watanabe, like, he, like, murdered him last year. Yeah. <laughs> the most merciless dunk of all time. Zero dunks this year. Yeah. Well, you know what he said? He said it's, like, you know, hard to get get a it's takeoff so when you got there. those you got those big trees in the paint. Yeah, yeah wait, Utah, uh, the Utah Watanabe dunk was the inspiration for uh, Nate, Nate Duncan's Duncan. uh, full family Halloween costume, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. That's correct. Uh, That's have correct. you seen that, uh, Wham? I'm going to say I have, just for the purposes of the pod. Sure, yeah, yeah say it for the pod. Yeah, can yeah. you just edit it yeah, so it sounds like I have seen that? Okay, mm-hmm, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then if you want, I can send it to you right now, and then you can react. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen the it. Way... Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Well, no, wait, now, oh, never mind. Let's just do a couple find. wild lines. Oh, what a great sure. costume. Oh, that's a cool costume that I know about. We can use either one of those. Sure, a couple, a couple more maybe? Yeah. Um, just for safety? Oh, for boy, safety. did I see that costume. Yeah. I saw it on the internet. It's good. It's good. I think it works. Sorry. Cool. Give us a few more options. Where else? Maybe where else would you have seen it? In the paper? I'd say. Oh, yeah. I caught that in People Magazine. Saw that on SportsCenter, boys. Yeah. That's natural, right? That's a natural delivery. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. That should work. Okay, good. I think that's pretty good. All right. So, Ben, you are concerned. You are quite worried about the T-Wolves. Yeah, I'm very worried about them. Um it's such a weird, like, in the year 2022, like, that the word soft is, like, still used as, like, a label to for, like, people. grown people um, or any people, really. Mm. And it's, like, did, it's just weird because, obviously, like, he's very, very good at basketball, Carl Anthony Towns. Sounds like, he's like you're worried about the one, country, Ben. <laughs> I'm worried about the yes the the, the, the epidemic soft. of man boobs and soy and uh, all the all the different seeds that we're consuming <laughs> that are turning us gradually into women. Um, it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, You've spoken about why, this frequently. Yeah, this is this has been a, a constant hobby horse of mine. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of podcasts and YouTube channels I can recommend sure. to our listeners if you are uh, likewise concerned about the uh, the state of manhood uh, yeah. in in America. Um, and we are, folks. But yeah, Everybody, so I, I sooner hope... or later the whole country is going to be coming off the bench. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to have some starters out here, guys. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, you know what they say, starters. Uh, starters are winners. Uh, yeah. Bench players create uh, hard times, and then yep. hard times create uh, starters, and then starters create bad times, and then the bench players have it's to... It's a circle. You yeah. can't argue with it, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, when he's right, he's right. So I just hope that Carl can find some of those those YouTube channels that I uh, that I personally enjoy, <laughs> yeah, and can uh, turn his life around sure. because uh, obviously with that kind of constitution you're not going to get far in this in this world, let alone this league. Yeah, it's a hard league. All right, yeah. moving on here. Wham! The Golden State Warriors are now three and seven. Mm. What the hell is going on with the defending champs? Uh, this past week, the Dubs took L's to the Heat the Magic and the Pelicans. The Warriors look terrible on defense. Their rotations are a mess. Steve Kerr continues to push the development of youngsters like James Wiseman, but it's happening, you know, on the company dime here. The Warriors can't stop anybody in the half court. They needed a 47-point performance the other night from Steph Curry to beat the Kings. Steph was 17 of 24. He made uh, seven of 12 threes. He had eight rebounds, eight assists, zero turnovers. And the Warriors just barely won, 116 to 113. Klay Thompson, uh, there was a controversial uh, call at the end of the game where he may or may not have felt Kevin Herter. Klay has been struggling tremendously. He went three of 10 the other night from three. Um, Jordan Poole is in a funk, mm. and the Warriors' second unit just looks awful. So, Whammy, how how worried do we hear about the defending champ Warriors? It's sad to see a team 
getting punished for playing the right way. Right. Draymond goes out. He punches his teammate in the face like he should. And this is the reward they're getting. A bunch of losses. You know? And that's... uh, It's sad to see. Am I worried about it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ben, your concern level? Yeah, very... Excuse me. (laughs) Pardon me. When you can't, when you can't have success after decking your teammate in full view of yeah. all of America, and not really apologizing for it, I don't know. Yeah, how you can I think that um, yeah. it's possible Draymond may need to punch more teammates. That's right. He may need um, to go on a punching spree. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs to go on a blind punching spree. So you're now advocating um, for more violence. Yes, more violence. Yeah. Obviously, these teammates of his are soft. <laughs> um, so soft. He's the only hard man left in America. Right. And um, bring him off the bench. Bring, yeah. yeah. Let's. Get, you know what they need I to do is to, bring Jordan Poole off the bench. Then he, he needs to punch all of those teammates to the bench. He should be pu- he should be furiously assaulting the bench itself. If yeah. not, the if entire. If you step one foot off that bench, sideline. you're going to get punched. No, I mean the um, physical bench. He should. Take yeah. issue with the actual. Oh, you think he should punch the bench? The actual bench needs to be the physical object put into its place. Yes, of the bench. That's correct. Hmm. That's so exactly you think the bench right. itself is the problem here, not, uh, not the players? I do. Like the seat, cushion. Yeah, yeah. Are there cushions on the bench? That's, that's the question. Thing. If there they are, go. we need to get rid of those cushions. Cushions are for winners, quick. folks. Yeah, exactly. Cushions you get the you get the cushion winners. as a reward, right? Not as a uh, not as a perk, right? All right, moving on here. Pascal Siakam is out indefinitely oh, with an abductor strain. Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. Siakam has been on a tear this season, averaging 20, almost twenty five points, nine rebounds, almost eight assists a game, all career highs. The Raptors are right in the thick of it in the playoff pack, sitting at the fifth seed in the East at six and five with big wins against Miami, Philly, Cleveland. And Siakam's a big reason why. Um, the Raptors will now be without uh, Siakam for some time. So, Whammy, this is basically a, a groin strain. It typically takes a few weeks to heal. Yep. Um, this will mean more pressure on Rookie of the Year Scotty Barnes as well as Fred Van Vliet. How worried are you about the Raptors keeping pace with Siakam down? I'm pretty worried about it. I would say that I don't know why there was this love affair with the Raptors before the season. I mean, Siakam's an all-NBA caliber player, but I'm not sure that there's a lot of other guys in that team that are at the same level, and they're, the East is so brutal. I felt like, just like with Evan, I guess I gotta look at Scotty Barnes. How's Scotty Barnes doing this year, Chris? He's killing it. Let's pull, Let's pull up Scott. old Scotty. I think there's this this big uh, this big movement to like take a look at it. Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes and be like, well, of course, next year they're going to be going for 30 every night. And that's pretty much not how it works developmentally for these guys. So Scotty Barnes, give him some time, give the Raptors some more time. They have some good young guys, but I just don't, I don't see them as a major contender this year. Kind of like I was feeling about Miami-ish, but a little different because they're just kind of older. But like I, people are so high on Miami and Toronto, and I just yeah. didn't. I just never don't see it. Yeah, never saw it. Barnes is Barnes basically is picking up where he left off. Yeah, that's last how it year. works. I, that's how it works. Putting yeah. putting out about the same. So he, so he has like fourteen points a game, 
about six and a half rebounds, five Very assists. Very good. Very good. Which is, I mean, great. He's shooting 38% from three. You. Um, playing 32 minutes a night. I mean, he's you, he's legit. You come up in the NBA and you're putting up those numbers your rookie year, and everybody says, oh, they're, they're definitely next year he's going to be doing 40 a night. It's so rare for that to happen. Let him develop. Let Evan Mobley develop at their own pace. It'll take some time, folks. The difference between being in the 99th percentile and the 99.9th percentile is pretty far. And so there's a lot of room there to grow and develop for those guys. I just don't see Toronto having the, the horses this year. I just I don't know why people were so, like every every NBA and you're oh Toronto you got to watch out OG Ananobi and like that you know they're just you're, they're all expecting these major improvements from these guys who are already very good. So I I just don't know that that's that easy. Ben, mm. do you think the Siakam injury is like the precursor to? the Raptors tearing it down here, trading off pieces, tanking for Wembanyama, or they should, man, that'd be great. Do you think they tread water here and, and just wait until Pascal comes back in like a month? Um, I mean, it's a tough call. Um, obviously I am highly concerned. Terrified. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're currently six and five. It's fifth in the Eastern conference. Um, they're such a tough team cause they have, a lot of very solid players. Like OG is very good. Scotty Barnes is good. He's gonna probably be better, but I agree. Like not immediately. Uh, Fred Van Vliet's great. He's in the you know thick of his prime. He's you Van know Vliet's late. So good, man. Van Vliet, I... Van Vliet is fantastic, and he's only I think he's uh, let's see, he's twenty. How old is he? He's like twenty-seven. I think he's twenty-eight, maybe. Yeah, he's twenty-eight yeah. years old. Siakam's like, twenty-eight. Some team. Oh, Ananobi's twenty-five. Trade. Some team should try to trade for. Fred Van Vliet. Some like very good playoff team should try to yeah. acquire him. He's so good. Mm. Honestly, they should trade Kyle Lowry for Van Vliet in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, how, how good would the Heat be with Van Vliet? It would be very, yeah. very helpful. Yeah. Can't, can't um, go wrong. And so you're like, well, this is a playoff team. Like, they can't just tank and they can't tear it down because they're not like aging and it's not like the pieces don't fit. Like, they, they gel fantastically. Like, they're coached very well, um, and, you know, they got great defense, like, length and athleticism and, like, all the stuff that, like, the modern NBA, you know, tr- like, prizes, and, you, and you're, like, you know, so you're sort of, like, okay, well, then what should they do? They're, like, so stuck in, like, solid territory. Yeah. Um, I don't think and the, but they're, they have that much, to be honest. But they have enough that, like, it seems silly to just, what, you're going to just give away all these, like, Good, Fred, strong, young development. I mean, you're looking, they're not that young. I know, like, yeah. Van Vliet and Siakam are, like, you know, they're in their primes. They're not, like, development pieces, obviously. Right. And so I guess it's true. They're kind, like, their primes are kind of being wasted on a team that clearly is not going to win the NBA championship. Um, they, they have one, which stinks. one player who's a top 15 player, but we're talking, like, 15th in that group. And What about trading for Durant? That would be that, then we're talking. Then we're cooking with gas. If they trade, if they traded for Durant, they'd be the title favorite, in my opinion. Yeah. You think so? Uh, easy. Siakam for Durant? No, 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 no. We got to keep. I what mean, would the trade know. be, Wim? All, all yeah, just really all draft picks all day. Maybe OG. They'd probably give up like Scotty. OG Boucher. That you can't give up Scotty Burns. I mean, that's the. I don't think the Nets are going to trade Durant. I know well, they the don't Nets have a ton Durant, of options. But, they don't have a. There's no yeah, but for nothing but draft picks, I don't know. Uh, 
I don't think the Nets are trading Durant at all. So, but but yes, if you could, if not. you could get the Raptors, they need they need a Durant like sort of. They need a, an in, alpha, incredible no. player to sort of like allow these other. Players they need to, to become slide into the DMs, the Donovan Mitchells. Yeah, yeah. they need a Kawhi, a Kawhi Leonard, maybe yeah, from like Kawhi. three years ago. They should get Kawhi be, back. That would be perfect. They should get. Yeah. They should trade Van Vliet for for Kyle Lowry. Force him get, to come back. Get yep. the Clippers to give him Kawhi. That's another t- that's another chip, folks. That's a winner right there. But no, I don't, All right, I don't we're see gonna... the Raptors. I mean, this. I just don't. I see it as they have, uh, you know, they have uh, Siakam, Van Vliet, and a nice young player in Scotty Barnes, and and a bunch of replaceable parts. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to OG and we're, we're going to move on to a team we don't always talk about, which is the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons mm. are two and eight, and Very uh, they are now on the Wembenyana watch. There are ben a ton, is panicking. There, were, there were a ton of high also. Hopes I should just here. note real quick. Sorry to interrupt, but is it Wemben, Wem, Wembenyana or Wembenyama? I think the, there's an M at the end there, isn't there? Wembenyama, right? Yeah. Yama. Yama. Okay, I was just yeah. checking. Because I feel like sometimes I hear the M and sometimes I hear the N. It's a hard one. Wembenyama. Wembenyama. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Um, We had a ton of high hopes here for the Pistons heading into the season. High high hopes. After 10 games, one of the league's youngest teams is off to a severely underwhelming start. Mm. Pistons, who are 2-8, have had... A hard schedule. They've played the Bucks twice. They've played the Hawks twice. They've played the Warriors, the Cavs. That's six of their first ten games. But um, you know, the team has been undersized. They're without Nerlens Noel. Rookie Jalen Duran has missed three games with an ankle injury. Marvin Bagley has been on the shelf all year. Their bench has been awful. Uh, they rank their bench ranks 29th in scoring. And uh, they're again, they're without Bagley, they're without Alec Burks. Killian Hayes has been not terrible great. scoring the ball. Pistons have the 30th ranked defense in the NBA, 21st in three point shooting. So, let me ask you guys, how worried are you about Motor City, Detroit basketball? Worried is a weird word. I mean, did we expect them to be? This so not, it's, not, it's not a weird word at all. I'm very worried. <laughs> so not so worried, Wham, is what you're Why saying. Why are you afraid to be worried, Wham? Uh, yeah, what's your... Uh, listen, in my head, worry comes off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So Yeah, I do, let's, actually. Let's talk to yeah, me in the third quarter when I get tired, and I'll wave you off, and worry will stay there on the bench. I, I guess I'm saying all is right. that the... You're not worried, because you didn't expect them to be good. No, I didn't expect them to be good. Uh, Doesn't mean you can't be worried. Just, just globally, obviously the global level, but I think I think uh, I think they're really fun. I mean, they like they are fun to watch. It's fun to watch Cade. It's fun to watch Jaden Ivey, but they're not gonna be winning a lot of games because those two are kind of out there playing pinball with each other. I think Jalen Duran has been really fun to watch, just a mm-hmm. blocks machine, um, and uh, you know, blocksmith, a blocksmith, a blocksmith. <laughs> But I think they're right. You know, they need another lottery draft pick, top yeah. five, and then we'll talk about you know where they are. But I think that I mean, Jaden Ivey's been so he's so fast and so fun, and Cade yeah, is agreed. Yeah, it's a really dynamic, like kind of remind kind of reminds me of the young Thunder. Yeah, I was gonna say. Hmm. Okay, see, you've got yeah. wow. you've got this Cade Cunningham who kind of 
not not exactly similar to Durant, but seems like sort of the number one option guy, kind of developing into the number one ball handler, ball handler, playmaker option. You've got this speedy young guard in in uh, uh, Ivy, and you've got this sort of Serge Ibaka light uh, Jalen Duran blossoming. I, I think it's it's interesting. I mean, he can't shoot. Jalen Duran can't shoot threes. But it's interesting. All right, moving on here because we have uh, some time restrictions. The Heat, the Miami Heat, are off to a slow start. They're four and seven, but Jimmy Buckets is not backing down. Ben, uh, the Heat are off to a poor start this season, but Jimmy Butler believes his dogs are uh, are in it to win it. He says, "Quote: We're still going to win the championship, and I don't care what nobody says. Count Love us it. out. Count us out. We're going to win." The effing championship, I'm yes, telling you. Uh, End yes. quote. Yes, that is a hard man right there. Yeah, you, this Jimmy. year's Thank Heat you. squad is without PJ Tucker. Uh, they they have six man of the year, Tyler Hero. He's now adapting to his new, new role as a starter. He's fresh off a big payday. Kyle Lowry isn't, you know, getting he's not getting any younger. Bam out of Bayou flashes incredible potential, but he's inconsistent. Victor Oladipo is yet to play this year because of uh, knee tendinitis. So um, the Heat are taking on the Hornets Thursday night, and they have a games against the Raptors, Cavs, Suns, Wolves, Wizards uh, in the next couple of weeks here. So, Ben, how worried are you about Jimmy and the Heat? How worried are you that they can figure this out? Well, I'm pretty worried, obviously. Um, and has a paper bag that he's been huffing on. Yeah. He started uh, to develop hives in the, in the uh, past two segments. Yeah. Yeah. He's breaking out. I'm I'm Googling new paper bags uh, that are better for hyperventilating yep. because my current ones not are just all He's worried about yeah, it. They're, they're not, they're not working, <laughs> not helping the condition at all. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I will say, you know, the one source, uh, the, the one Jimmy's the, the one thing out there that does not make me worry. Mm. He gives me comfort mm. um, and solace and, uh, bring, and strength every day. Bring Jimmy to um, preschool so you don't miss mommy and daddy. Little transitional exactly. object. Yep, he is my security blanket. Um, but I'm worried uh, if his if his proclamation will uh, will will come true. Um, sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough for those Heat. But uh, if anyone can do it, uh, I know Jimmy can. It's Jimmy. Um, it's definitely Jimmy time. But I'm still very worried about Wham. Uh, everything yeah. down there. Yeah. Wham, how worried are you? Well, uh, they're not a serious team, Chris. And I think I've been <laughs> on the record at saying this several times this is in this podcast. not a serious ball club. Yep. Not a serious squad. Uh, regular season, kind of try hard, get a lot of wins because they're trying harder than everybody else. But we're not talking about a real winner here. Although, you know what I would say? And this is uh, not going to happen, but oh, Jimmy Butler on the Knicks. Oh. What would that look like? Be still my heart. What would that? What would that do? Could that? Could I interest you in that, Chris? Um, for what? All three of those trash draft picks in like the next seven years of Knicks draft picks. Pass. Wow. Really? Wow. Pass. I'm gonna wow. pass. I think the Knicks would be a legit. Chris is a picks guy. We all know that. Yeah. Love those picks. I'll tell you what. Yeah. The Knicks and their picks will soon. Kick sticks. That's a saying that you can take to the bank. That's the saying, That's folks. The saying. All right, before mm-hmm. before we go, uh, no we're going to check in on the Wembanyama watch. Wembanyama watch. Yep. Um, who are you guys thinking about? I got the Spurs here. 
they're now five and five. They're kicking it into gear. They started this this season off pretty hot, but this past week they had losses to the Raptors, Clippers, and Nuggets. Greg Popovich has embraced the youth movement, and mm. it's led to a number of turnovers and uh, <laughs> mental mistakes, and we are absolutely loving it. Uh, Spurs are bottoming out. So um, yeah, who, who else do you guys? Who else are you watching here? Teams tanking for Victor Wembanyama. I mean, those Pistons are looking real good. They're looking yeah. looking, 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 str- looking real strong. The How the Rockets? The, the Rockets, Rockets are in position. They're, seem pretty bad. Rockets. They're want ready bad. to go. Yeah. The Rockets. What about OKC? You know, every year, every year, it's the same thing with this team. People. You know, expect the Thunder to be god awful, and they come out of the gates surprisingly playing frisky. Okay. Shea, Shea Gilgis Alexander is yeah, really, really actually good. playing. Oh he's yeah. the he's he's the best player that no one ever watches. The guy's phenomenal, except us. And yeah, we, I mean, yeah, we, we, we I, watch I, all the games for yourself. I watch him. So. Yeah, that's that's obviously not a problem for us, but um, he's phenomenal. Uh, and I wonder if you know if the team ever makes him available. Everyone should line up because he's so good. Yeah, he's so very, good. So uh, so glad the Cavs decided to pick Colin Sexton instead of him. <laughs> instead of him. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what, he was drafted what, like eleventh or twelfth? He was eleventh. Like, there yeah, are a, num- a number of teams, including the Knicks, everybody who passed. made that. Mistake. Everybody passed yeah. on old Shea. Didn't think he could shoot. Was too big. Well, the Knicks made a great pick, so you can't argue with that. Well, yep. Who would they get that year? That was uh, Knox. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, probably mm, Knox yeah. here. 2018? Yeah, I, think, I think it was Knox, Knox. Knox. Did, yeah. Detroit Piston, yeah. great. Knox, Knox, who's there? <laughs> Knox, not Kevin. It's a bag of food. He doesn't play anymore. He, doesn't play anymore. So, he plays on the bench, folks. Flaming bag He's of out, coming off the bench. Can't help him. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there weren't any other good players uh, other than Shea. Uh, Mikhail Bridges also was not yeah, uh, no, you didn't want him. that year. That was, a, that was definitely a different year, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't want him. So. Um, the other thing, the, uh, I got to say the Magic could have a, like when you look when you talk about the size of the thunder and the magic with Wembanyama, that's really Yama, fun. Yeah. That's yeah. a fun that's a bag of goodies. Knock knock trick or treat. I'll take a treat. And that's mm. all those seven footers uh, who can handle the ball and shoot. That would be really fun. Wembanyama that's a, that's a foot long I, I feel right like there. the the magic uh, as we did, we did that franchise pod. They came in second to the Suns, right in like championship necessity. Mm. Um, Wait, did they? They came in second to me. For me, for, for me, they did. Right, right. The Suns get the should have the next championship, and then in the Magic, they get they kind of have suffered enough. I don't think I would be very excited to see Wemby line up next to ben Ball Ca- Ball. Oh, Bancaro, Bull Bull. I mean, Ben Caro's a nice player, too, but it's mainly about ball ball. Yeah, it's really all It's the ball ball show over there. Yeah. All right, boys. This has been uh, this has been fun, as always. Thanks for listening to Swish FM. Rate, review, and uh, subscribe to the show on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places you get podcasts. Grab some merch at swishfm.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben, whammy. Pleasure, as always. Enjoy the hoops. This has been good. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. You can listen to... Swish 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 Swish